0: The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate
1: icon at www.relevantradio.com. Did you get some good rest? Well, it's time to begin a new day. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Wednesday, May 25th, 2022, Wednesday of the sixth week of Easter. In the Missal, it's liturgical year C, cycle two. Wednesday is a day to pray the glorious mysteries of the Rosary. And today is the optional memorial of Saint Bede the Venerable, priest and doctor of the church, also known simply as Venerable Bede. Born near Saint Peter and Saint Paul Monastery at Wearmouth, Jarrow, England, he became a monk there was ordained when 30 and except for a few brief visits elsewhere spent all of his life in the monastery devoting himself to the study of scripture and to teaching and writing. He's considered one of the most learned men of his time and a major influence on English literature. His writings are a veritable summary of the learning of his time. He was a careful scholar and distinguished stylist. The father of English history the first to date events, Anno Domini, A.D. He died in Wearmouth, Jarrow, on May 25th, 735. St. Bede the Venerable, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Into thy hands, O God, we commend ourselves this day and all those who are dear to us. Let the gift of thy wonderful presence be with us even to the end of the day. Grant that we never lose sight of thee all the day long, but rather praise and beseech thee that our thanks may come to thee again at its close. Amen. And along with Pope Francis, we pray for all young people called to live life to the fullest. May they see in Mary's life the way to listen, the depth of discernment, the courage that faith generates, and the dedication to service. 10 Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's 10 Minutes with Jesus. My
2: Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask you pardon for my sins and the grace to make these moments of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guiding angel, intercede for me. As I started to contemplate today's Gospel, Jesus, I found it almost difficult to contemplate you. Truth be told, I had read it several times over, as I ordinarily do, before I started to use it as the setting of my prayer. And in everything that I read, I was dominated by the idea of the Holy Spirit, of everything that he would mean for those apostles with whom you were speaking, and for us, of course, too. And then I was trying to discover you, and I had to think of the way that you would have said those words, of the expression that you would have had on your face, on the way that you felt about the people, the apostles, who were the recipients of all this. And then I saw you, and saw the intensity of your desire for the Holy Spirit to be present. It intrigued me to think of you there Longing to be with your apostles, and knowing that you wouldn't be with them much longer. So, the gospel of the day begins telling us that you said to your disciples, I still have many things to say to you, but they would be too much for you now. After three years by your side, you still have much to say to them, and I guess that you still have so much to say nowadays as well. But on hearing you say that, I still have many things to say to you. My first thought is, I wish you would, Lord. I wish I heard a million more things from you. I wish I could hear from you every day. But then I pause a little bit, and I realize it's not just about me wishing that you would say all these things, but you wishing that you could say all these things. Well, I could go on and on about the depth of that truth, that you are the one who longs for this interaction more than me, more than all of us, and that you long for it before me. But for the sake of our prayer today, suffice to say that it was this desire of yours that led to the coming of the Holy Spirit. You wanted to be with us and lead us, and so the gospel continues. But when the spirit of truth comes... He will lead you into all truth, since he will not be speaking as from himself, but will say only what he has learned. Now, it's fair to say, Lord, that, like most people, I like things to be simple. It's easier if I don't have to think too much or make too much of an effort. So the idea of the Holy Spirit, the spirit of truth, coming to lead me into all truth sounds fantastic since at first glance, it seems like that spirit of truth is just going to tell me everything that I need to know, whenever I need to know it, and in the way that I want to hear it. But it isn't like that, is it? I don't just ask the Holy Spirit and hear his sublime words explaining to me the details of truth. But you weren't lying either. Truth is... The Holy Spirit does speak, and has spoken throughout the ages, and his voice is most clearly written in the life of the Church. I know that if I want to hear the voice of truth, I have to listen the right way. And the right way is not simply to ask, but to investigate. When it comes to the truth, listening is best expressed through reading. Yeah, it sounds a bit non-intuitive. But this is where we find the truth expressed by the Holy Spirit. He doesn't have to express himself time and again to each one, individually, limiting himself by the personal interpretation and expression of each person, but especially when it comes to the matter of truth, he expresses himself in the way that he guides the body of Christ, which is the Church. I was talking with a fellow recently, who discovered this in a most wonderful way. He wasn't really Christian at all, but a few things took place in life that led him to question things. He started to think. He started to wonder. There was a question that seemed to grab him, and that couldn't quite leave him with peace. What is the truth? There must be something. He found himself lying in bed at night with his wife fast asleep beside him, as he stared into the ceiling, thinking over and over again, what is the truth? There must be something. Eventually, he took the fateful step, of which the Holy Spirit took full advantage, and he started not merely to think, but to investigate. There are plenty of places one can look nowadays, and for many people, youtube might be the first port of call but at a certain point this fellow started to read in particular a friend of his lent him a book about catholicism and there he found himself falling headlong into a gold vein of truth where everything seemed to make sense he read book after book to the point that this attraction with truth became something one might call an obsession. His late-night musing continued, but now, as his wife lay asleep beside him in bed, he wasn't staring into the ceiling but into a book, and another, and another, and another. Books in which the truth expressed by the Holy Spirit in the life of the Church was distilled and presented to a man of the 21st century, looking for that truth. Well, the fate of our friend was inevitable. As tends to happen with anyone who looks in earnest for the truth, he became a Catholic shortly after, and continues rejoicing in the truth he now possesses. That's a good lesson for us, no matter how long we've been Catholics. If we want to attain the truth that the Holy Spirit communicates, If we want to understand it fully, deeper, more, we need to pick up a good book and read. There's no better place to start than the Catechism of the Catholic Church or its compendium. And, of course, asking for recommendations from a reliable person who's had the experience of reading plenty of good books before us. So, Jesus, I come back to you saying those words that we hear in the gospel today. And I think very differently of the way that you looked at your apostles when you spoke to them about the Holy Spirit leading them into all truth. There, you weren't just looking at a few men. You were looking at the foundation of the church, the pillar and foundation of the truth, as St. Paul says. And I wonder if maybe you didn't see also The way that those few would be the beginning of centuries of people whom you would use, through the Holy Spirit, to bring all truth to all times, all places, and all cultures, even to us, here and now. I look at you in my prayer, Jesus, and I realise that you look at me with the same earnest desire. You want to lead me into all truth. And so I can't help but want to pick up a good book and read and discover you even more. Let's turn our hearts also to the Virgin Mary, who contemplated the visible face of truth in her son, who heard the words of truth from her son, and who surely must have entered into the depth of all truth as she pondered and treasured those things in her heart. Mary, our mother. Accompany us as we strive to read our way deeper into the truth that reveals your Son to us. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations which you have communicated to me in this time of prayer. I ask your assistance in putting them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for
1: me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 15 minutes past the hour. This is Daybreak. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Wednesday of the sixth week of Easter, May twenty fifth, two 2022. I'm Paul Sadek. We join the whole church in prayer now as we're led by our friends at divineoffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings.
3: Lord, open my lips. And,
1: and my, my mouth, mouth will, will proclaim, proclaim your, your praise. praise.
3: The depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well he made the sea it belongs to him the dry land too for it was formed by his hands
4: la, la, la.
0: Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God and we are his people, the flock he shepherds. The Lord is
4: risen, I-
3: to the voice of the lord do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness when at meribah and massah they challenged me and provoked me although they had seen all of my works the, the
4: lord is risen lord.
5: We groan in pain as we await the redemption of our bodies. Alleluia.
6: We We groan groan in pain
5: as we await the redemption redemption of our bodies.
7: Alleluia. I said, I will be watchful of my ways, for fear I should sin with my tongue. I will put a curb on my lips when the wicked man stands before me. I was dumb, silent, and still. His prosperity stirred my grief. My heart was burning within me. At the thought of it, the fire blazed up and my tongue burst into speech. O Lord, you have shown me my end. How short is the length of my days. Now I know how fleeting is my life. You have given me a short span of days. My life is as nothing in your sight. A mere breath. The man who stood so firm. A mere shadow the man passing by. A mere breath, the riches he hoards, not knowing who will have them. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it was, was in the beginning,
5: is now, and, and will be forever. Amen. We,
1: we groan in pain, pain as we await the redemption,
5: redemption of our bodies. Alleluia.
7: Hear and answer my prayer, O Lord, let me not weep in vain. Alleluia.
5: Hear and answer my prayer, O Lord, let me not weep in vain. Alleluia.
7: And now, Lord, what is there to wait for? In you rests all my hope. Set me free from all my sins. Do not make me the taunt of the fool, I was silent, not opening my lips, because this was all your doing. Take away your scourge from me. I am crushed by the blows of your hand. You punish man's sin and correct him. Like the moth, you devour all he treasures. Mortal man is no more than a breath. O Lord, hear my prayer. O Lord, turn your ear to my cry. Do not be deaf to my tears. In your house I am a passing guest, a pilgrim, like all my fathers. Look away, that I may breathe again, before I depart to be no more. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit,
5: as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen.
8: Let us pray. Through your Son you taught us, Father. Not to be fearful of tomorrow, but to commit our lives to your care. Do not withhold your Spirit from us, but help us find a life of peace after these days of trouble.
5: Hear and answer my prayer, O Lord. Let me not weep in vain. Alleluia. I have
9: put all my trust in God's never-failing mercy. Alleluia.
7: I have have put put all my my trust in in God's God's never-failing mercy.
5: Alleluia.
7: Why do you boast of your wickedness, you champion of evil, planning ruin all day long, your tongue like a sharpened razor, you master of deceit? You love evil more than good, lies more than truth. You love the destructive word, you tongue of deceit. For this God will destroy you and remove you forever. He will snatch you from your tent and uproot you from the land of the living. The just shall see and fear. They shall laugh and say, So this is the man who refused to take God as his stronghold, but trusted in the greatness of his wealth and grew powerful by his crimes. But I am like a growing olive tree in the house of God. I trust in the goodness of God forever and ever. I will thank you forevermore, for this is your doing. I will proclaim that your name is good in the
5: presence of your friends. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit.
9: As as it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, and 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 will will be forever.
5: forever. Amen.
8: Let us pray. Father, you cut down the unfruitful branch for burning, and prune the fertile to make it bear more fruit. Make us grow like laden olive trees in your domain, firmly rooted in the power and mercy of your Son, so that you may gather from us fruit worthy of eternal life.
7: I I have put put all all my trust trust in in God's God's never-failing
5: mercy. Alleluia. God raised up Christ from the dead. Alleluia. So So that that all all our faith and hope might be be in God. God. Alleluia. Alleluia. A reading from the first letter of the apostle John. Children, it is the final hour. Just as you heard that the Antichrist was coming, so now many such Antichrists have appeared. This makes us certain that it is the final hour. It was from our ranks that they took their leave. Not that they really belonged to us. For if they had belonged to us, they would have stayed with us. It only served to show that none of them was ours. But you have the anointing that comes from the Holy One, so that all knowledge is yours. My reason for having written you is not that you do not know the truth, but that you do, and that no lie has anything in common with the truth. Who is the liar? He who denies that Jesus is the Christ, he is the Antichrist, denying the Father and the Son. Anyone who denies the Son has no claim on the Father, but he who acknowledges the Son can claim the Father as well. As for you, let what you heard from the beginning remain in your hearts If what you heard from the beginning does remain in your hearts, then you in turn will remain in the Son and in the Father. He himself made us a promise, and the promise is no less than this, eternal life. I have written you these things about those who try to deceive you. As for you, the anointing you received from him remains in your hearts. This means you have no need for anyone to teach you. Rather, as his anointing teaches you about all things and is true, free from any lie, remain in him as that anointing taught you. Remain in him now, little ones, so that when he reveals himself, we may be fully confident and not retreat in shame at His coming. If you consider the holiness that is His, you can be sure that everyone who acts in holiness has been begotten by Him. The Word of the Lord. Thanks 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 be to to God. God.
8: This anointing which you have received has remained in your hearts. You You do do not not need need anyone anyone to teach you. you for For his anointing teaches you all things. Alleluia. Rejoice and be glad in the Lord your God, for he has given us a teacher to instruct us in holiness.
5: You You do not need need anyone anyone to teach teach you, for for his his anointing anointing teaches you all things.
7: Alleluia. From a sermon by St. Leo the Great, Pope. Beloved, the days which passed, between the Lord's resurrection and His ascension, were by no means uneventful. During them, great sacramental mysteries were confirmed, great truths revealed. In those days, the fear of death, with all its horrors, was taken away, and the immortality of both body and soul affirmed. It was then that the Lord breathed on all his apostles and filled them with the Holy Spirit, and after giving the keys of the kingdom to blessed Peter, whom he had chosen and set above all the others, he entrusted him with the care of his flock. During these days, the Lord joined two of his disciples as their companion on the road, and by chiding them for their timidity and hesitant fears, he swept away all the clouds of our uncertainty. Their lukewarm hearts were fired by the light of faith and began to burn within them as the Lord opened up the Scriptures. And as they shared their meal with him, their eyes were opened in the breaking of bread, opened far more happily to the sight of their own glorified humanity than were the eyes of our first parents to the shame of their sin. Throughout the whole period between the resurrection and ascension, God's providence was at work to instill this one lesson into the hearts of the disciples to set this one truth before their eyes, that our Lord Jesus Christ, who was truly born, truly suffered, and truly died, should be recognized as truly risen from the dead. The blessed apostles, together with all the others, had been intimidated by the catastrophe of the cross, and their faith in the resurrection had been uncertain. But now, they were so strengthened by the evident truth that when their Lord ascended into heaven, far from feeling any sadness, they were filled with great joy. Indeed, that blessed company had a great and inexpressible cause for joy when it saw man's nature rising above the dignity of the whole heavenly creation, above the ranks of angels, above the exalted status of archangels, nor would there be any limit to its upward course until humanity was admitted to a seat at the right hand of the Eternal Father to be enthroned at last in the glory of him to whose nature it was wedded in the person of the Son.
8: I go now to prepare a place for you.
7: But I I shall shall return return to to take take you with me, so that where I am, you
8: may also be.
5: Alleluia!
8: I will ask the Father, and he will give you another paraclete to remain with you forever
5: but But I shall return to take take you you with me, so that where I am, you may also be. Alleluia.
8: Lord, as we celebrate your Son's resurrection, so may we rejoice with all the saints when he returns in glory, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Amen.
1: Twenty-four minutes before the hour, Take a look at today's gospel in just a few minutes, along with in conversation with God and morning prayer on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sodic. In today's gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, Jesus is getting his disciples ready for the ascension which we'll celebrate either tomorrow or a Sunday, depending on where you live, and for the coming of the Holy Spirit. It's from the 16th chapter of the Gospel of John.
8: I have yet many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. When the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth, for he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak. And he will declare to you the things that are to come. He will glorify me, for he will take what is mine and declare it to you. All that the Father has is mine. Therefore,
1: I said that he will take what is mine and declare it to you. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, and you'll find daily and Sunday Mass readings on the relevant radio app. Okay, so you're sharing the gospel with somebody you know, one or more specific people, but you don't see anything happening. Well, don't get discouraged. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 2, Lent and Eastertide. Very often, God allows our prayers and efforts to bear fruit in unexpected ways. My chosen ones shall not labor in vain, such is his promise. In the communion antiphon of today's Mass, we read these consoling words, You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should abide. At times the apostolic mission is to sow without seeing the fruits. At other times it is to reap perhaps what others have sown by word or by silent suffering in a hospital bed or by doing well a job that was humdrum and unspectacular whichever of the two. God wants both sower and reaper to rejoice together. If the fruits are long in coming and we are tempted to judge the worth of our efforts by their immediate results, we ought not to forget that at times we will not see the grain ripen, that others will harvest it. What God expects of us is that we sow tirelessly. That we experience the joy of sowing, certain that the seed sown in the furrow will one day sprout and bear fruit. Thus we will avoid being discouraged. Discouragement can often be a sign of having sown without an upright intention, of not working for God but for oneself. What we cannot finish, others will finish. Nor should we try to harvest the fruit before it is ripe. Let us not spoil the flower in trying to open it with our fingers. The flower will open, the fruit will ripen in the season and in God's own time. As for us, let us sow, plant, water, and then wait. Constancy and patience are essential virtues in the apostolate. Both are expressions of the virtue of fortitude. The patient person is like the sower who falls in with the course of nature and carries out each task at the proper time plowing, sowing, watering, fertilizing, weeding, and harvesting. All this must be done before the wheat is ready to be made into bread for the family table. The impatient person wants to eat the bread before the wheat is grown. If we neglect our struggle for holiness and do not help others achieve sanctity as well, we will see no fruits. To act thus is to have a too human vision of things and to be in open contradiction with the patient figure of Jesus. He is able to wait for days and weeks and months and years for the conversion of a sinner. Souls need time, and it is not good for us to know exactly how much. Let us carry out a good sowing and then wait patiently. Let us ask God for the fortitude to be constant. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers and you'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Seventeen minutes before the hour, we pray with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer.
8: God, come to my assistance. Lord, make make haste haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen.
5: THE WATERS SAW YOU, O GOD, YOU LED YOUR PEOPLE THROUGH THE SEA, Alleluia. THE,
6: the waters, WATERS SAW YOU, O God. GOD,
5: YOU LED YOUR PEOPLE THROUGH THE sea. SEA, Alleluia. I CRY ALOUD TO GOD, CRY ALOUD TO GOD THAT HE MAY HEAR ME. IN THE DAY OF MY DISTRESS I SOUGHT THE LORD, My hands were raised at night without ceasing. My soul refused to be consoled. I remembered my God, and I groaned. I pondered, and my spirit fainted. You withheld sleep from my eyes. I was troubled. I could not speak. I thought of the days of long ago and remembered the years long past. At night, I mused within my heart. I pondered, and my spirit questioned. Will the Lord reject us forever? Will He show us His favor no more? Has His love vanished forever? Has His promise come to an end? Does God forget His mercy? in anger withhold his compassion I said this is what causes my grief that the way of the most high has changed I remember the deeds of the Lord I remember your wonders of old I muse on all your works and ponder your mighty deeds your ways O God are holy What God is as great as our God? You are the God who works wonders. You showed your power among the peoples. Your strong arm redeemed your people, the sons of Jacob and Joseph. The waters saw you, O God. The waters saw you and trembled. The depths were moved with terror. The clouds poured down rain. The skies sent forth their voice. Your arrows flashed to and fro. Your thunder rolled around the sky. Your flashes lighted up the world. The earth was moved and trembled when your way led through the sea. Your path through the mighty waters. And no one saw your footprints. You guided your people like a flock by the hand of Moses and Aaron. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will will be
9: forever. forever. Amen.
8: Let us pray. Father, you established your ancient covenant by signs and wonders. But more wondrously, you confirmed the new one through the sacrifice of your Son. Guide your Church through the pathways of life that we may be led to the land of promise and celebrate your name with lasting praise. The
6: The waters waters saw you, O God. God, You led your people through the sea.
5: Alleluia!
7: The Lord puts to death and raises to life. Alleluia!
5: The Lord puts to death and raises to life. Alleluia!
9: My heart exalts in the Lord. My horn is exalted in my God.
5: I have swallowed up my enemies. I rejoice in my victory. There is no holy one like the Lord. There is no rock like our God.
9: Speak boastfully no longer, nor let arrogance issue from your mouths. For an
5: all-knowing God
9: is the Lord, a God who judges deep.
5: The bows of the mighty are broken, while the tottering gird on strength. The well-fed hire themselves out for bread, while the hungry batten on spoil. The barren wife bears seven sons, while the mother of many languishes.
9: The Lord puts to death and gives life. He casts down to the netherworld, He raises up again. The Lord makes poor and makes rich. He humbles. He also exalts.
5: He raises the needy from the dust. From the ash heap, He lifts up the poor to seat them with nobles and make a glorious throne their heritage.
9: For the pillars of the earth are the Lord's. And he has set the world upon them. He will guard the footsteps of his faithful ones. But the wicked shall perish in the darkness. For not by strength does man prevail. The Lord's foes shall be shattered.
5: The Most High in heaven thunders. The Lord judges the ends of the earth. Now may he give strength to his king and exalt the horn of his anointed.
9: Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit.
5: As it, As was, it was in the, in the beginning, beginning, is, is now, now and, and will be forever. Amen. The Lord puts, the Lord puts to, to death, and praises to life.
6: Alleluia.
9: A light has dawned for the just. Joy has come to the upright of heart. A light
5: has dawned for the just. Joy, Joy has come to the upright of heart. Alleluia.
9: The Lord is King. Let earth rejoice. Let all the coastlands be glad. Cloud and darkness are his raiment, his throne justice and right. A fire prepares his path. It burns up his foes on every side. His lightning light up the world. The earth trembles at the sight. The mountains melt like wax before the Lord of all the earth. The skies proclaim his justice. All peoples see his glory. Let those who serve idols be ashamed. Those who boast of their worthless gods All you spirits worship him. Zion hears and is glad. The people of Judah rejoice because of your judgments, O Lord. For you indeed are the Lord, most high above all the earth, exalted far above all spirit. The Lord loves those who hate evil. He guards the soul's of his saints. He sets them free from the wicked. Light shines forth for the just and joy for the upright of heart. Rejoice, you just, in the Lord. Give glory to his holy name. Glory to the Father and to the Son and
8: to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will
5: be forever. forever. Amen.
8: Let us pray. Father, you clothe the sky with light and the depths of the ocean with darkness. Among the sons of men you work wonders and rain terror upon the enemy. Look upon your servants. Do not try us by fire, but bring us rejoicing to the shelter of your home.
5: A light has dawned for the just. Joy has come to the upright of heart.
7: A reading from Paul's letter to the Romans If we have died with Christ, we believe that we are also to live with him. We know that Christ, once raised from the dead, will never die again. Death has no more power over him. His death was death to sin, once for all. His life is life for God. In the same way, you must consider yourselves dead to sin, but alive for God in Christ Jesus. The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to to God. God. The Lord is risen from the tomb. Alleluia, alleluia. The
8: The Lord Lord is risen from from the tomb. tomb. Alleluia, Alleluia, alleluia.
7: He hung upon the cross for us. Alleluia, Alleluia. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. The The Lord Lord is risen from the tomb.
6: Alleluia, Alleluia.
7: I have many more things to tell you, but they would be too much for you now. When the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you to all truth. Alleluia.
5: and And to to guide guide our feet into into the way way of peace.
8: Glory to the Father, and to the Son,
7: and to the Holy Spirit,
8: as it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever.
7: forever. Amen. I have many more things to tell you, but they would be too much for you now. When the Spirit of Truth comes, He will guide you to all truth. Alleluia. By the gift of the Father, the risen Christ was seen by the apostles. Let us pray to the Father and say, Give
8: "Give us, Lord, the the glory of your Son.
7: Father of lights, today we offer you our thanks and praise for calling us into your marvelous light
8: to receive your mercy. Give Give us, us, Lord, the the glory of your Son. Son.
7: May the efforts of mankind to make the world more human
8: be purified and strengthened by the power of your Spirit. Give give us, Lord, the the glory of your Son.
7: May we be so dedicated to the service of others
8: that the whole human family may become a pleasing sacrifice in your honor.
6: Give Give us, Lord, Lord, the glory of your Son.
8: At the
7: dawn of a new day, fill us with your mercy
8: that the whole day may be a day of joy and praise. Give Give us, Lord, the the glory of your Son. With the longing for the coming of God's kingdom, let us offer our prayer to the Father. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be
5: thy name.
7: Thy kingdom come, thy will be
5: done, on earth earth as it is is in
7: heaven. Give Give us this
5: day day our daily daily bread, and and forgive us our trespasses, as as we forgive those who trespass trespass against us. and And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us
7: from evil. Lord, as we celebrate your Son's resurrection, so may we rejoice with all the saints when he returns in glory, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit. God, forever and ever. Amen. Amen.
8: May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life.
1: Amen. Now, as I said, we're celebrating the Ascension either tomorrow or Sunday, depending on where you live. And if you aren't sure, call your local Catholic parish. Morning Air is coming up next with John and Glenn. I'm Paul Sadek. Let's do this again tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the relevant radio app. You go out and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org.